Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. America, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. So there's a few things that we really have to decide what we're for, not just what we're against, but what we're for. I'm for the free market. I am for uh, a, a market that is unfettered by corruption in our own government. I'm so sick and tired of the big players getting all of the favors. I would, I would bet my country easily on the american people any day of the week and that's knowing what the american people are kind of like have you been outside lately uh but i would bet on them every single time over these experts in washington but the experts have learned how to game the system and one of the ways to game it is with esg there is a woman that's running for the U.S. House, uh, and she's running up in New Hampshire. Her name is Lily Tang Williams. She knows what ESG is because she's seen it. She was born in China just before the reign of terror with Mao, and she was indoctrinated and believed all of it until somebody handed her a declaration of independence. So what does all of this mean to her? We talk to her in 60 seconds. Stand by. Okay, we're going to talk about indoctrination, how powerful indoctrination is. Lily will tell you she believed that Mao was a god uh, because that's what she was taught in school. That's remarkable. Well, she wasn't alone. That, that's what happened in Germany. G- Germany, they did the same thing. Hitler was a god, took our churches, not kidding you, six months in Germany before they took the statue or the the picture of Christ off of the mantle of the altar and replaced it with Hitler. Six months. So we need to teach our children the truth. We need to seek the truth and we need to teach our children how to seek the truth and how to find it. Um, May I suggest the Tuttle Twins books? They are such a great start for your kids. My staff loves them. I love them. My kids love them. The books teach amazing lessons about how this country was founded, its guiding principles, the free market system, the necessity for small government. 
I can't recommend these books highly enough. It's Tuttle Twins. They're having a great sale right now. 35% discount off their books. Plus, they're giving away the activity workbooks at no additional cost. It's a huge discount off the normal price. I can't tell you how many homeschoolers I know that I really respect. I mean, the kids. They have read all of these books. And it shows. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Go there now. Lily Tang Williams. Um, I believe we talked long ago, Lily. Uh, and then I know you were supposed to be on our TV show on the day that Robin Williams uh, passed away. And somehow or another, we just lost track of each other. Welcome to the program. How are you? I'm doing great. And I remember 2014 that I was looking forward to get on your TV show with Bob Fu. Yeah. But it's okay. You found me now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And you're running for the U.S. House uh, up, in, um, up in New Hampshire. And if anybody wants to follow her, it, her Twitter is Lily4, the number four Liberty. And, um, and uh, I, I want to talk to you about that, but I'd like to start at the beginning. And Lily, this might take a couple of episodes. I, I don't know if you have time tomorrow, but I might ask you to come back tomorrow because I think your backstory is so important. And I've only got about 25 minutes with you today. Um, so but let, let's explore and see what see what see what happens before we get into ESG, which you're fighting against and have a lot to say about. Could you just please go through? You were born in in China. You were born in a poor working family, and it was right before the Cultural Revolution, right? Correct. Yes. Two years before Mao's um, the great proletarian Cultural Revolution. <laughs> Okay, so I I have I believe we are in a cultural revolution right now, not far off from Mao. Less violence, obviously, but we are. You know, he made you stand in the open square and and confess and and denounce your parents and everything else. And uh, we are so close to that. Would you agree or disagree with that? Well, I have been speak up calling my two cultural revolutions. One, I survived. Under Mao, I was born in China and went through his 10 years social political chaos and indoctrination. And when he died, I was only 12 years old. The whole time I did not challenge anything. I accepted everything I was told and uh, I accepted five black classes, which is under, you know, um, oppressors group and the five red classes which is under oppressed group we were lucky i guess to be red class so therefore i could join mouse young pioneer red guard and communist youth member mm. all for students i was chanting long live to my mom long live the communist party in my schools every day and the uh, politics was in your face in your life like uh, 24 hours a day. You could not have downtime. You could not talk about anything long political. I thought I was doing the right thing by calling out black class families, by eliminating okay, so, them. So, wait, 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 wait. Tell me what a black class family would have been. You were working class and poor. What's a black class family? 
Well, it's a typical, of course, the Marxist also and um, communist um, term is oppressor versus oppressed. But the Mao went to even further. He divided all Chinese citizens because all Chinese will have same skin color and race. But he used economical class and political class to put five black classes, which is called, for example, rightist, bad influencers, landowners, county revolutionaries, and the potentially basically capitalist rich people all under black classes, but some are very subjective, like how do you define bad influence rightists and countries revolutionaries? Correct. But on the other side, five red classes is based on your economic status. Like I was red because my parents were illiterate workers class and the peasants and also the revolutionary heroes and soldiers and all communist party members and carters. They were the red classes. So we were fighting against each other tooth and nail. My memory started as a child. The black classes family would go to public square to lower their head, to apologize, to be public shamed, and to throw rocks at and uh, by red guards. Red guards were shutting down schools by Mao and told the red guards to go unleash your political activism against all black families. So that's what I saw when I was a little girl at the height of Cultural Revolution, about 67, 68, that you saw those very scary public square struggle sessions. We, you know, people start to discover them now in America called a struggle session. And so, so we have now, um, if I, if I understand this right, you were encouraged to take some of these things on yourself, not just in the public square, but you were encouraged to shun, ban, or whatever black class families on your own? Well, we were indoctrinated in school like that. Also, every day in our communities, we lived in a family, like, like a basically community housing, um, you know, provided by my dad's factory. And 6.30 every morning, there was loudspeaker come on because we were next to the school to tell us, get up and go to work and go to school. Long never check my mom. Eliminate the black class families. And uh, it just, it, it's in your face every day. It's like an action. When, you, when I think about it, when I wake up, it was like a concentration camp. Every day you have loudspeakers come on. You cannot sleep in. You cannot be late. And you have to chant slogans. Then you go to school for the fourth 15 minutes. We sing the red song. We hold the little mouse red books. And the way we'll do some little bit even dancing moves. Then we start to sit down to study Chinese and math. It was long time. And you... Days a week. Wow. Um, and you... Um I've got to ask this question. Let me just change this real quick. Did math include indoctrination as well, or was it just straight math? Back then, it was a simple straight math. Traditionally, Chinese value math and science and technology. But during Mao's cultural revolution, he canceled schools. He closed down all schools. He canceled the individual meritocracy and the academic excellence and the scientists. Correct. So somebody took college exam, for example, right after like Mao's, um, he turned in a blank paper. Like, I'm not going to do this test. 
is like test is not politically correct. I'm a worker. I don't need a test. So he turned in a blank page and get a zero for his uh, mask. And he become a hero. <laughs> he was like in New Zealand. He's a pure workers class. We don't need a test. We don't need the academic excellence. So why bother all the My gosh. Chinese, Chinese culture, which is a value excellence in academics? How similar? I mean, do you ever just kind of break out in a cold sweat when you see what's happening now in your new country of America and just go, guys, what is wrong with you? Can't you see what's coming? Well, I was uh, speaking around the country for five years as a speaker for victim of uh, yep. communism and Murrow Foundation. For five years, I noticed our school kids do not know the real history. Their eyes were huge when I tell them my personal stories, and the teachers even don't know. So I wonder what they learn in teachers' college. For the last two years, to be honest with you, I'm terrified, Glenn. I couldn't sleep. I woke up at night to think about my past, my childhood. It's like, a, what's going on in my new country? This looks so similar. Similar terms, tactics, and the identity politics, then toppling down statues and burning down buildings. And the looting and the violence, the mobs dominate the street and cancel culture, silence, all dissident voices. I was terrified, and that's yeah. why I'm running now. I'm running for Congress. Yeah. Um, you're running for Congress, and you're running in, um, in New Hampshire. Um, LilyTangWilliams.com. You can follow her on Twitter at Lily for Liberty. Um, Lily, let's, uh, let, let's go to uh, ESG. When you look at ESG, what do you see? It's a similar to a Communist Party in China's social credit system. The social credit system right now is basically on every Chinese citizen's cell phone. So it, 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 they use American financial FICA score system and uh, kind of invented as a social credit score where everybody starts at like a certain point. Then you get a plus minus point for your speeches, behaviors, and, uh, and your, 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 your financial, of course, but also most likely your social media posts. And your health code is on your phone for COVID tracking, vaccine passport. If you go out with your cell phone to buy groceries, you have a green code on your cell phone. That means... Uh, you are safe. You are negative. By the time you come back to your community, you feel fine, but your code turns orange. They will not allow you to go home. They will force you to go quarantine because you were exposed to potential COVID when you were outside. Oh, my gosh. There's some people oh my who are gosh. not allowed to go home. And my friends in the past 10 weeks, retired lawyers in China, Shanghai, were locked down in their homes. And no food, because everybody is trying to fight for a little bit of food for online purchases on their app. But mostly, they're relying on government, deliver food, centralize the planning to deliver food to 25 million people in Shanghai. It, how could that be, you know, um, workable, effective? People are starving. People are committing suicide. My friends were depressed. They even told me on the WeChat app, to say, wonder why Americans hold on to their 
Second Amendment because they wish they had some because their spare cases were barbed wired by electricity. They could not get out of their buildings. It's concentration camp. I I know that I read a story about one woman who uh, went out shopping. She got the orange code on her phone. She wasn't allowed to go get her baby who was breastfeeding. Uh, and somebody else was in the house that was also dependent on her, and she, they wouldn't let her go back. And God only knows what happened to the child. Well, I have lots of first, uh, you know, like um, first-handed materials from a Chinese uh, um, app, WeChat, which is, of course, censored, so I couldn't say anything. But I'm going to put on my YouTube, Lily Tang William, to show people we shall never forget what happened in Shanghai, which is the most wealthy international city in China. We only yeah. know about Shanghai because there are international, lots of foreigners live there, and they have some kind of internet access. Imagine 370 million people were under lockdown. The West will not know about them. And like in all over the China, like 40-something cities. And at the same time, China, you know, infiltrating the West and telling our students how wonderful they are. And they pay money to influence our universities through Confucius Institute since Obama for 18 years. They might be still going on, but under different names. Yeah. So back to social credit right. system is that this ESG basically uses some kind of uh, an international rating scoring um, on private companies and our states and public traded companies gave them this uh, environmental social governance score. It's uh, very political. It's based on climate change rhetoric. You have to be PC. You have yeah. to buy into all those rhetorics. Otherwise, you are not politically correct, and you will get a less score, you get a less capital investment. It's use this kind yep. of politics control our states, our municipalities, our companies. Where is America going? Going after China model to track people? Lily, um, hang on the uh, phone just a second. I got to take a quick break. Can you imagine? Can you imagine her in Congress? I would love. <laughs> People would just be like, oh, no, 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 don't send her in. Don't, no, 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 don't send her in. <laughs> She's just a spitfire. Um, all right. Let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It is uh, Goldline. I played you the clip of Janet Yellen walking back her initial proclamations about the state of inflation in the country. Um, I, today, uh, we played the audio of the world's greatest uh, White House spokesperson uh, saying that, you know, Biden has really prepared the country for inflation. And then she immediately went, but we don't we don't have uh, inflation or, or a recession. We don't we don't have a recession. We're in a transition now. Yeah. Transition to what? A recession. Anyway, um, gold line right now. You're not going to believe me. Believe me, look at the price of gold, look at the price of Bitcoin, look at the the inflation on your dollar and how your dollar is becoming worth less and less and less. Look at what's happening at the stock market. I'm telling you right now, the uh, only thing I really haven't lost any money on is gold and silver. Um, it is a hedge against inflation. Now, it is behaving differently. It should be probably about $4,000 an ounce right now, but it's behaving differently. And I think that's because of many reasons, much of which the government. Um, but if you want to keep your money, and I mean keep it, 
not have it just go to zero, please put some of your money into gold and silver. Goldline has a special this week. Very hard to find. One-tenth ounce gold American Eagles. They're in short supply. Every coin purchased, you're going to receive five of the Mind Your Business silver bars at no cost. That is a deal worth calling for right now. Please check it out. Do your own homework. 866-GOLDLINE-1. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. Yeah. Lily, I, uh, I, I'm, unfortunately, I have to run. We have another guest coming up in just a second, but I'd like to have you back um, and uh, and tell us some more about. Um, I, I'd really like you to explain the dangers of making everything political. I don't think people understand this is a communist and a Maoist uh, tool. Everything is about politics now. And you've seen that firsthand. Right. It's very dangerous to our constitutional republic. And I came here, I thought, hey, constitutional rights are going to protect me. I was not political. It took me 20 years to get rid of my indoctrination in my new country. But once I wake up, I just cannot believe the tactics, the terms, the, 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 all the strategies and, and the political stuff they're using. I just cannot recognize my new country. I feel it's my duty to come right. out, to call them out, and to warn our American citizens we don't want to go down that path. It's very essential the way we're being enslaved. Uh, Lily for Liberty is her Twitter handle, lilytangwilliams.com. She's running uh, for the House in New Hampshire. Um, Lily, we'll have you on back soon, hopefully on tomorrow. I just I want to hear your explanation of what turned you uh, while you're in China away from Mao. And it was a friend giving you a copy of the Declaration of Independence. LilyTangWilliams.com, Lily for Liberty. Back program. Sponsor this half hour is Blinds.com. This summer, how would you like it if you could do something to your home that would have a major impact, but also save you a ton of money in the process of doing it? Good news is you can do it with Blinds.com. Believe it or not, ordering online doesn't mean having to sacrifice style or service. Blinds.com has premium selection of shades and shutters and drapes and a whole lot more. They even have outdoor shades to transform your deck or your patio. And if you need help, you know, making some sort of a selection, they have design experts. I've used them. They are really, really good. Uh, measuring installation, they've got you covered on that too. Blinds.com, never any hidden fees or misleading quotes, no showrooms or retail markups, none of that kind of stuff. Shipping is always free, so check them out today. See why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window treatments in the world. It's Blinds.com. Go there now, save up to 40% off site-wide, 40% off site-wide right now at Blinds.com. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Tonight, back-to-back, Studios America, Glenn TV. Don't miss it. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Tonight at 9 o'clock, we're going to be talking about the, the fact that the Department of Education needs to be abolished. 
And uh, boy, I would like to hear more people start talking about that. Abolish the Department of Education. Uh, it is a must in the next session of Congress or the, the next president. Um, and we have Ryan Walters, who's going to join us here in a minute. He is the Oklahoma Secretary of Education. He's ruthless uh, on the what's going on in the schools. Um, we've talked to him before. He is fantastic. We're going to talk to him about the reality of that, what it would look like if you actually abolish that. That's coming up in a minute. Um, also, Stu, we just got a report from the Supreme Court that it looks like they're going to add Friday um, this week. So it'll be Thursday and Friday. They're going to be handing out decisions. There's only 13 left. So if they did six on one day and seven the next, that would finish up the uh, that would give all of them. And they've been doing about five per per release. Have they not? Yeah, you covered it pretty well there, Glenn. I mean, they, they've been doing about five. You'd think in theory they could they've been doing this lately where they end the session on a Friday with the final decisions. This would give them a chance to get out before all the fires start burning, which is nice. Um, and this would potentially give you the, the, certainly the speculation is that we will get the abortion case on Friday. Now, that's not guaranteed. They'd still have another week where that would be kind of within the normal window to release this stuff. So it could go into next week very easily. But that's the spec, speculation as of right now. So you look at it two ways. Um, you know, it's a week before 4th of July. Uh, so, you know, on the 4th of July weekend, we don't have maybe as many fires as we did on the night uh, or the weekend of the ruling, if they release it Friday. Um, but uh, I hope they just get it out. Just release it. Um, and, you know, I would say on Friday, the old Glenn and the old Stu would probably have somebody on from the FBI or the Department of Homeland Security to talk about what they are watching and preparing for these riots that have been announced in advance. I mean, literal riots, um, burning down of buildings. But I doubt that the FBI or the Department of uh, are going to do anything about it, uh, at least in advance. So. Join yep. us tomorrow and Friday. It's it'll happen live on the program uh, and you don't want to miss it. Ryan Walters is with us again. He's the Oklahoma Secretary of Education and uh he's just great. He's been on the program before. He's just he's common sense and uh takes care of business. Welcome to the program, Ryan. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great, Glenn, and I appreciate your emphasis on you want to talk about common sense. We don't need the feds involved in our education system at the state level in any way, shape, or form. So I sure appreciate um, you shining a light on that. This is the perfect time to have this conversation. We have parents across the country. Yep. Parents in Oklahoma are fired up, and they are tired of seeing what's coming from this Biden administration when it comes to our schools. So it's the Department of Education, but it is also the, the teachers' unions. I mean, they're working hand-in-hand, hand, are they not? Oh, they, they absolutely are, Glenn. I mean, you, you see the National Teachers Unions were supportive of keeping our schools closed. They were supportive of pushing critical race theory, transgender education in our schools, and they fight against school choice. I'll tell you, Glenn, you know, I'm in an election cycle right now. I've had over $600,000 coming to the state against me from the National Teachers Union because I'm standing up and saying kids should be in schools. Parents should be in charge of their kids' education. But you see a complete alignment between the National Teachers Union 
and the Biden administration, the Democrat Party to attack Republicans that have been putting parents in the driver's seat of their kids' education. And it's just going to continue until we fight back. I mean, I'm I'm doing a um, I'm doing a special tonight at nine o'clock on on Blaze TV on this. And, you know, just looking at the stats on how far we have fallen, um, especially since the 1970s and the Department of Education. But in 1970, we started hiring nine to one. Um, uh, we had more people in the administration of our schools by far than children. Nine to one. That's crazy. It's incredible, Glenn. And, and what we see is as the feds continue to push dictates down to states, it require what states do is they build a bureaucracy around these requirements, around this federal money. And as time goes on, instead of seeing our money, our taxpayer dollars getting to the classroom, getting to parents, getting to our kids' education, they are building this layer of bureaucracy. And then when you dig deeper into the yes. things the bureaucracy is pushing, it's stuff that's so out of line with American values. I mean, it's the, it's the anti-American rhetoric um, that, you know, President Trump did a great job a couple weeks ago talking about, look, they're teaching kids to hate this country. That is what we're seeing from uh, the push from the feds in our education system. So we have to continue to take that back. This is a state's issue. And more importantly, we need to be driving everything to the parent level. The parents should be in charge of their kids' education. We need to get um, as much as we can to in the parents' power to control their kids' education. So people will argue that then all these schools will collapse and all the poor states will have horrible schools, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, tell me the reality of the Department of Education going away. All right. Yeah, let's 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 talk through kind of logistically how that would work. You know, and what I want to see is Oklahoma. We are going to continue to wean ourselves away from the federal government. The governor and I here, we called for an, a forensic, full forensic audit of the State Department of Education. It had never happened before in our state. And what we're going to do, Glenn, is we're going to look at every dollar, what it's spent on, what the program is, who the personnel is, and show this to Oklahomans and say, guys, we are going to continue to these federal dollars come with strings that attach us to curriculum that aren't in line with our values, number one. And number two, they come with the stipulations that you have to hire all this staff to administer these programs. And so what we're going to start doing is peeling that back. And as we start peeling that back, that's more money that we can be using in the classroom instead of using state um, resources to stand up um, federal programming. Use that money to get it to families, to get it to kids. And absolutely not. The thing that red states have, okay, when we talk about getting money to parents and supporting school choice and empowering families is in our red states, our families believe that that core family unit is key to raising children. And Glenn, I can't emphasize this enough. When we start driving um, the conversation to how do we empower families with choices, with options? And Glenn, I, I mean choosing your school, but I also mean choosing your education inside that school. You know, one of my frustrations is, you know, when the else the feds do, they, they emphasize that college is the only path for kids. It's absolutely not the only path for kids. I'm a, I'm a public school teacher yep. in my background. One of my most successful kids went on to be a welder. He's having a tremendous life and zero college debt, loves what he's doing. But this is the influence of the federal government. And what we're going to see in red states is the core family unit. The more they're engaged in their kids' education, the more transparent our education system is, the more they're empowered, the more we'll see mom, dads, grandmas, grandpas sitting at their dining room table with their kids talking about their school, talking about their education. That is how we get our education system back on track.
So, Ryan, um, you're you're currently the Oklahoma Secretary of Education, but you're running for Oklahoma State Superintendent. Isn't that a lower position? And if so, why would you do that? So we're in an interesting state. We're one of 12 states that elect who runs the department. And so right now I am the Secretary of Education. So I'm the governor's top education advisor. So what we do is we've been pushing school choice the legislature. We've banned critical race theory. We're continuing to find, by the way, they call it other things, Glenn. I know you've been, done a great job of highlighting this, but you see diversity, equity, inclusion. You see social, emotional yeah. learning. You see this continue to shift the ball of what well, we're going to call it this and that. And so we've done a great job of that. But here in our state, that department is run by an elected official. And right now, I know this is shocking to your audience. Our Department of Education is being run by a Democrat. And what we've seen every step of the way, Glenn, is we ban something. Guess what? She doesn't care to enforce it. She has stood in the way of school choice programs. She has continued to push families out of their kids' education by not providing transparency for families in their schools. So we have to have a conservative running the Department of Education here in the state to make it responsive to parents so that we can have the best education for our kids. So it is just dire that we get a true conservative in that position that will take a look at every dollar spent in that agency and make sure it's, it's, it's doing what's best for kids and put parents in the driver's seat of their kids' education. Ryan, uh, you know, I talk to a lot of AGs around the country. Uh, there's 24, I think, that are Republicans, and about mm, 15 that are just, like, really on fire great. Um, uh, do you have the same kind of grouping with the secretaries of education or the or the people like you in other states or other uh, other red states getting involved in actually doing something like this? Uh, yes, sir. I'm, I'm going to tell you, uh, you know, Florida has been an incredible help to me. Uh, I've talked to their commissioner uh, multiple times. They just got a, a, a new a new one in there. That's going to be great. But they've helped me tremendously. And, you know, I'm pushing back on textbook companies saying if you have any type of critical race theory in your textbooks, you're not going to do business in the state of Oklahoma. They helped walk me through, and we brainstormed out a process there on how to do that. So they've been a tremendous help to me as well. So that's one of the things we started doing is starting to communicate together and going, guys, the reality is if we all, if all of us red states push back and we start doing this where we wean ourselves off of the federal government and put the, the state back where it should be of uh, education is, is a state issue, not, not a federal one. And then even at the state level, continue to drive it down to families, giving families choice, options, empowerment, full transparency over what's going on in their schools. That, that's the, that, hey, you know, the blue states, if they want to continue down this crazy path of believing that a government bureaucrat can decide and, and, and produce better educational outcomes than, a, than families, uh, th that's fine. Um, but in red states, that's not what we believe. We believe that the families are the best folks to be involved in a kid's education. We want to maximize the family unit's involvement with their kids. And, and if we continue to do that and we group together, group together, we can push back. And this is the time to expose what the Biden administration and what government bureaucrats in D.C. want to do to education and get them out good you know ronald reagan president reagan said glenn you know as soon as the department of education goes into effect he says in a speech in 1981 we've got to get rid of it i mean right off the bat president reagan recognized this is just going to grow this is going to be a terrible so right off the bat he mentioned that as a department that it should be completely abolished and we have an opportunity now now that parents have seen what's going on in our schools and seen what the biden administration is pushing to get that goal um, accomplished 
Well, I hope to hear that chant nationwide, abolish the Department of Ed. Um, but uh, so far, I'm hearing a lot of uh, I'm hearing a lot of uh, parents saying this has got to stop. But I, I hope to see a lot of politicians and everyone else begin to get on a bandwagon of stopping and abolishing the Department of Education. Ryan, thank you very much. Thanks for all that you do. You're uh, you're a great friend to the uh, program and to uh, the Constitution. The Oklahoma Secretary of Education, he is a candidate for Oklahoma State State Superintendent. Uh, you can find his website and get involved at RyanWaltersForOklahoma.com. RyanWaltersForOklahoma.com. Back in a minute. Cynthia wrote in about her experience with Relief Factor. She says, last night I was able to sleep through the night without waking up from the pain and the cramping from my right hip and legs. Is there anything worse than that? I want to know who Charlie is and why his horse was so important because it sucks. It's almost, uh, she says, it's almost at the end of my second week of taking Relief Factor and it's the first time I felt genuinely hopeful that my life can go back to normal. Man, is that great, Cynthia. Thank you so much for trying it. Listen, if you're dealing with pain, please give Relief Factor a try. It's not a drug. It was developed by doctors and has four key ingredients that work with your body to fight inflammation. The three-week quick start developed just for you is only $19.95. It's a dollar a day like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. That speaks volumes. So I want you to call ReliefFactor.com. Use the promo code BECK. Yeah, for $19.95, you get the three-week quick start. It's Relief factor.com 800 the number four relief 800 for relief relieffactor.com feel the difference stay informed sign up for the free newsletter today at glenbeck.com This is unbelievable. Jerome Powell, the Fed chair, has just testified in front of Congress that the war in Ukraine is not the primary driver of inflation. Again, Putin's inflation is not real, according to the head of the Fed. That's quite uh, stunning. Um, Now? Uh, We just got something in from uh, the teachers union, I guess. Can we play a bit of that here? Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck. I represent the Department of Education. We could have been such friends, you and I. We could have been allies. But now I hear... That you want to go up against me. That you want to go to the mattresses. <laughs> this is not a smart move. Okay, all right. I think we. I think we. I. I know we could have been friends. I. I think we have it uh, tonight. Uh, yeah, I'll be pissing the unions off a little bit tonight at uh, nine. You don't want to miss that. Now tomorrow's radio program. Uh, the next two days going to be quite remarkable i think 
we are probably going to get all 13 decisions uh, broken up between today or tomorrow and the next day from the Supreme Court. So that means uh, the teachers can pray law, the... Um, uh, the of course Roe versus Wade, climate change is a big ones. one. You have the Second climate Amendment change. case as well. That's a really big one. The Remain in Mexico uh, border issue is a big one, and all of them break right in the middle of this show, right in our second hour, Yay. every single time. So it's a big adventure yeah. that you have to go on with us. <laughs> it's going to be lots of fun. Yeah. Yeah, so that happens tomorrow. We'll probably get five tomorrow or six tomorrow, and then the remaining five or six on Friday. So this is a show that you want to put on your calendar. Make sure you're with us the entire show tomorrow and Friday. We'll see you tonight at 9 on TV. God bless. This is the Glenn Beck Program.